Hello, 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 everybody. How are you? Welcome to episode 81 of the Brent Pella Show. Really excited for today's guest, my boy Dylan Reese. Haven't seen him in a minute. Uh, very talented vocalist, singer, songwriter, rapper, musician, producer. Um, awesome dude. Very Makes very good music. Go listen to his music, Dylan Reese. Uh, and before we get into that, this episode is brought to you by Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. Guys, support the sponsor. Okay, you've heard it before. You'll hear it again. All right. Um, I uh, I get sore after workouts, and I take magnesium. And I think a lot of people are deficient in their magnesium intake, uh, according to things that I read on the internet. And I believe everything that I read on the internet, as should you. Go check out magnesiumbreakthrough.com/slash/brentpella. Learn more about all seven forms of magnesium that are included in this supplement that I truly do take every day, and I do notice a difference, especially when I take it in the evening. It kind of helps me um, relax before bed. It's it's anti-inflammatory, so it'll help you loosen up and helps circulate your blood flow and a bunch of other fun things that are very real. And you can learn about those things at magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash Brent Pella, and they'll give you a discount. All right. Uh, this episode is great. Had a fun time hanging with my boy Dylan, talking about music, his career, where he's at now creatively, how he gets into the zone, uh, and about all the things that I dislike about rap and hip hop today. Um, so enjoy, enjoy this episode with my boy Dylan Reese. How are you, bro? What you what you been up to, dude? I'm good. You bet. You make some cool music, bro. Thank you. I like. I I am a fan. I appreciate it. I am a fan. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just been grinding, figuring that out. I've been dropping music like for fucking twelve years, like consistent as hell. Yeah. So it's been kind of a grind. Twelve years. How many songs have you made in twelve years? Do you think? Do you have Do you have a number? Is it over two hundred? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Really? There, there's There's about two hundred like out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's probably Damn. in the thousands that I've made and just not used or whatever. Did you grow up in music at all? Was your family music no. musical? No. So I started rapping like a fucking idiot mm-hmm. in high school and just yeah. making like parody songs, like honestly doing like some comedy shit. Cool. Which was like me and my boy just made a song about like Yao Ming. Yeah. Like it's just like rapping about like some dude like fucking Yao Ming. It was just like <laughs> absurd and we were like sixteen. Yeah. But it was like parodies of like like we did that one to Same Girl by Usher and mm-hmm. R. Kelly. So it was like I don't know, we just like would make stupid parody comedy songs. Yeah. And then you know, with like not even recording them, just like on the webcam and like Oh, that's funny. On MySpace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Totally. And then like people just started watching them at, in high school. Mm-hmm. So we were trying to do one like every weekend and I ended up writing everybody else's like verses mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And they were like, yo, why are you like good at this kind of, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so we're all trying to have fun. You're actually good. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. it was like, I don't know. I just kind of just fell in love with like that process of like making something that you could listen back to and then remember that like moment. Yeah. Yeah. Like whether, and was, then you have like a piece, like I, I, I've only made a couple of songs, a couple of like music, actual songs. Yeah. But I every heard, time I, I heard have, one of them. Yeah. That Eminem one. Or yeah. It was like, like Eminem, Eminem and one. someone yeah. else. Yeah. Uh, Post Malone, maybe? a couple Eminem ones. Yeah. Post Malone was in one with yeah. logic. I think I heard that these one. are all impressions of course. Yeah, yeah. But then I've done like, um, a couple of original tracks with like originally produced beats. Okay. And it's like this really cool feeling. Yeah. For me, especially coming from a video world into music, uh, and I'm not a musician by any means, sure. but anytime I have a, like a finished song, there's like a different type of like fulfillment from it. Yeah. It's really you know? cool. And it, I got addicted to that when I was like really young, even yeah. though I was horrible, you know? Yeah. But it's just, 
Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't come up with it by any means, like in terms of like my family, it was yeah. just kind of something I fell into and then ended up falling in love with. What were, what were some of the other songs besides having sex with Yama? Dude, I can't even remember. Like they were all just like ripoffs of like a popular song and we would just change the lyrics and make it about, Oh, oh that's I know funny. it was, there was uh, Bobby Valentino, Anonymous. Yeah. Oh, my so God. We, what a hit. I love that song. But we made, it, we made it Hippopotamus about, like, fat girls. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I wish I had it because it would be funny uh, to listen to. Do you have any of the old I don't think tracks so. you guys made? No. I think I, like, once I started trying to do shit, seriously, yeah. I, I found a way to you probably just chuck them. They were yeah. probably also on, like, a Dell. Yeah. You know, and like, or some you know, old-ass computer. It, it sounds like... I recorded it on a right. microwave or something. Like, right, right, you know, right. Yeah. But, yeah, we had some fun with it, and it was just, like, a stupid thing that eventually I was just like, all right, this is what Did any of your I'm boys doing. also stay in music at all? No. Nope. Or was it just a silly thing for them? Yeah, no, it was yeah. just some dumb shit. So, at what po- so that was in, like, high school? Yeah, yeah. And then at what point did you start trying to take it seriously? So, like, my senior year, I was, like, putting out my own music videos, like, actual like original songs yeah still sounded like shit i was still really bad it was all rap at that point and then when i got to college i played ball in college division mm-hmm. three it's a place called regis Same. college Fuck yeah. yeah i know we talked mm-hmm. about this before, yeah yeah, yeah. But, um during my freshman year so i moved to boston to go to school which mm-hmm. was like two hours from where i grew up in western massachusetts mm-hmm. so there's nothing going on like in my hometown in terms of was it a like a small, scene. like a one high school type town? There, there was two, but yeah, it's you know, it's yeah, sixty thousand people, rural. It's yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. a ton. It's not. It's a city technically, but mm-hmm. there's no like scene in terms of here's the venues, tours come to town. It's just like right. I had to create all of that when I first started it. So when I got to Boston, it was exciting because I was like, oh, there's this venue in Cambridge. There's another place in Alston. There's little kind of places where there's like shit going on. Yep. So. As I was trying to like learn about that and expand that part of like, I want to go play shows. I want to go meet this artist, go to this studio. Cause it actually was existing around me. Yeah. I was also playing basketball and I kind of decided like, all right, I'm going to do music. Like I didn't have any time to try to do that. Because yeah. You can do as you know, I mean, college sports are wild. It's a full time job. Other job. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I played that one year and then I was just like, all right, this is it. And then by the time I graduate college, I'm going to have a job in music somehow. Like I'm going to be able to, not go have have to like go get a corporate job or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was like my whole focus because I I ended up staying in school, but I was like in my dorm making music all the time. Yeah. Or how, uh, playing you stayed shows. for a fifth year? No, all or four, just all four, four years. Okay, all four yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So that was kind of like the turning point of that where I was like it clicked where I knew I was going to be focused on that and that's what I was going to be doing. Yeah, that's cool. Who who were your who were some of your inspirations coming up? Early on, it was like. Yeah. Wu Tang, Big L. Yeah, I was just trying to be a fucking dude. How crazy is Big L? Big L, favorite. Wild. I watch. I remember watching a couple of Big L's freestyles on like a YouTube clip, and I was blown away. That was me when I was thirteen. Crazy. I was going nuts. Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah. Are you good at freestyling? No, hell no. Dude, I'm the worst at freestyling. Yeah, I can't freestyle for shit. It doesn't really exist in my brain. No, (laughs) I I have no idea. And I've seen people freestyle like on Wild and Out now or like just watching people's battles online. Because I love watching rap battle stuff. Yeah. Um, But some of these people that do freestyles are nutty. That's a whole other skill set. It's crazy. Yeah, for sure. It's Do you ever watch rap battles or anything like that? I used to back in the day. I'm kind of like just so turned off by like hip hop music at this point. Oh, really? sounds like bad, but... Yeah, I mean, back in the day, I was super into, like... Yeah. Do you know who Murda Mook is? 
I've heard. I so he's like, like one a, of the best like name. battle rappers. Okay. And he actually played basketball at Elms College, mm-hmm. which is in Chicopee where I grew up. Oh, cool. So like I used to like train with him when I was wow. in, like a freshman. Yeah. And like he was just a guy, like a point guard. Yeah. And I was like, yo, he's really good at basketball. And then he like became a literally like he's like kind of the Jay Z of like battle rap. Battle rapping. It's fucking Murder insane. Mook. Murder Mook. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, I was super I into that like during that era because yeah, I just got I kind of rap. knew one of the dudes. Right, and then, right, like, right. I was right. like, yo, this is fucking cool. Like, right. But I had the DVDs and shit. Like, yeah. Oh, you had battle rap DVDs. URL smack. URL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So I just I'm brand new to this world. I just I just got into it this year because of Wild and Out and a couple of the guys on the show are like big time battle rap guys like Charlie Clips, yep. uh, Hitman, Holla, sure. Conceited. Um, and those dudes, I mean, it's, they come in with nothing written. It's, right. When it comes to rapping, like they have nothing written. Yeah. And to watch like Charlie will do, start doing this thing where somebody's coming at him and you see his lips start to move. <laughs> yeah, he starts thinking. And he's shit. like smiling, but when his <laughs> lips start to, like he's having fun, uh-huh. but when his lips start to move, that's how you know you're about to get fucked. Because mm-hmm. um, he's probably going over. He's going over every word in the yeah, dictionary, yeah, yeah. every f- metaphor and that's triple great. entendre. Uh, yeah, it's wild. It's it's crazy. So, okay. So college, basketball, and then what'd you do right after college? So right after college, that w- I graduated 2015. Mm-hmm. So I went right back to my parents' house mm-hmm. in Western Mass built a studio in my basement and I was kind of like the studio of Western Mass where I was just mixing, producing, uh, you know, writing for all the artists that were kind of local and that was like their place to go record and make music. Cool. So that's how I was like making money to fund what I'm trying to do and yeah. then eventually come out here. Like I was just on the grind of like that. Um, I was putting out music all the time. Mm-hmm. I had an album come out in 2015 that now is fucking horrendous to me but oh yeah, yeah yeah at that time it was like i fucking made a it was good like album the biggest like, piece of work yeah, you've ever like, done yeah isn't that funny how long do you think that takes for something to go from the best thing you've ever done in your mind to absolute trash and you can't believe you made that hopefully i mean i think early on hopefully yeah. it's quick because that means you're getting better right you know right 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 um, yeah like now i don't feel that way like anything the past like four years mm-hmm. i'm like all right that was good like yeah. i can still listen to that and not Right. Cringe and be like, right, right. The fuck was yeah. I doing? But yeah. that was, you know, eight, seven years into even trying to do that. So mm-hmm. hopefully that does happen to you if you're trying to. Oh, it make, should. You, you know. should hate everything. At I'm some sure point. even with, with I mean, like yeah. some of your sketches or whatever. Videos, sketches, uh, like some you know, stand up, stage and stand you're like, up, I'll watch stand I up. I'll, dude, I'll watch my stand up the same night or the next day. Just whatever I tape. And yeah. I'll be like, holy shit. I, what the fuck? Yeah. That like, was so bad. How are people laughing at this? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, when it comes to like videos and stuff. Um, it takes longer. It's, there's a longer period for me now for sure, but there's still like, cause it's so visual so I can see right. so many things happening. Sure. Um, which I guess is the same sonically if you're listening back yeah. and you can, yeah, it's, you can it's, hear it's a, it's a recording thing. one way or another. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, it, it is taking longer now in between me making something that I love and then hating that thing. Good. Which is good. Yeah. I, that I means do you're think making that's good. Shit that yeah, but as long like, as you keep hating it, sure. uh, at some point. Um, yeah. I feel like that's important. <laughs> sure. uh, yeah, so, that, so that was album one. Yeah, I guess. Ish. I mean, or, I don't dude, know. Would dude. you call it a mixtape? Sure. It doesn't matter. I don't it's know. Project. It's all the same. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Everything. Everything's on iTunes, Spotify. All that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah, like, yeah. Who knows? But yeah. So I was just kind of grinding at that uh, yeah. and trying to figure out like what I could do to monetize myself outside of just like, let me put this song out. And hope people buy hope it. People become my fans. Right. You know, right. so I was like, 
learning mixing, learning producing, learning like graphic design stuff that I know yeah. other people need to have access to or like things that I could do for myself to save money like when I am running a business, yeah. which is like exactly where I'm at at this point. Yeah. And I feel like I've learned how to wear a lot of hats. So it was like sometimes I'm spread a little thin, but at the same time I have a very clear like vision of like what I'm trying to execute and mm-hmm. I don't have to rely on all right, give this to my engineer, give this to my graphic designer. Here's my video guy. Like I do have people I work with for videos, but even the editing and shit's like, you I'm can very, take care of a lot of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. and, and a lot of coming up and even now it's like, I'm hired by other artists to do a lot of that shit. Oh, that's cool. So it's like, yeah, it helps fund your own shit. I need to go on tour. I need to go yeah, do yeah. this and that, like shoot this video exactly how I want. Yeah. Where it's like, if I was living off of like, just my streams or like just my ticket sales or just my merch Mm -hmm. it would be harder to like always be able to reinvest and have that like wiggle room you know yeah 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 so totally i'm glad i had those kind of down years where i was just like in the fucking basement like learning shit dude for sure yeah yeah Yeah. i mean that shit's painful dude learning those little micro strategies or micro lessons of how to do little annoying shit um but then you save yourself time and money because because you're you end up doing it yourself yeah um, and, so and it's totally been a really good way to like build relationships with people where yeah. otherwise i might have no value to them at all right you know what i'm saying like all right there's this guy i would like to work with him you know maybe i can hey let me do one of your tour flyers mm-hmm. and then he's like oh this is fucking dope and now yeah. i know that guy and then next time he's gonna hire me i'm gonna get paid and then now i could be like hey you want to get on this song that i have yeah you know so it's like Otherwise, I'm just like, hey, man, like, check out my songs. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think I'm good? It's like, yeah. He doesn't give <laughs> Not, a fuck. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't give no shit. He doesn't care. Uh, so you so you, you rap, but you also sing. Yeah. Uh, and you kind of combine them into, like, how would you describe, like, your tone or your, your genre sure. at this point? Because you came up such a rap guy, rap yeah. fan. But I've noticed some soul type stuff. Yeah. Um, what, like, how would you, what, what, what was that transition like going from, mostly hip hop when you're really young to where you are now, which is a couple different genres blended. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad we kind of talked about the early, early, like those songs that we were trying to yeah. put into mine. Yeah. Those are all R and B songs. And those are like kind of the songs that I, Oh yeah. Of was course. Gravitated to, but yeah. I like knew I didn't have the vocal capacity to try to do. Mm-hmm. So I think it was always kind of in the cards for me to like make that switch and do R and B shit. Mm-hmm. But I just, didn't know how to sing. I didn't have any proper training. Yeah. So it was also within those years where I was just in the basement, like trying and I was making bad fucking songs. Wow. You were just singing. I was just like, straight up. I'm just going to do these Trey songs covers and just, wow. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Dude, that's nuts. And they're bad. That takes like a lot, even just to do it yourself. Yeah. To, to have the, Oh, let me cover Trey songs. Yeah. Let me. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I remember when we were doing that type of stuff, we did like me and my two boys in high school, we did like a deuces remix yeah. on, the, on the Chris Brown song. We did, um, the, that song that was on the LeBron James documentary with Eminem, Wayne, Kanye and Drake. Oh yeah. It's a, uh, uh, wow. That's insane that I can't write ab- not right above it. What's it called? No, it's, um, <laughs> Oh man. No, we have to find that. This. That's embarrassing. Hang on. I don't know what that is, it's, but I do. It know was, it um, Oh, it's like, dun, 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 yeah, yeah, dun, yeah, dun, 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 something like that. Drake, I'm just gonna search Drake LeBron song. That's a, <laughs> uh, that's a forever. G- yeah, yeah. 
man uh, i mean nothing to y'all. i want yeah. this shit forever man That's yeah and scary. so i took eminem's part obviously because i was the only white guy in our friend group sure um but yeah so we were doing we Relatable. were doing those yeah <laughs> we were doing those but i remember I, the reason i bring this up is because i remember just doing just rapping in front of my friends was hard as fuck sure and then even when they weren't there and i would be like messing around on garage band like i wanted to do a cover not a cover a, a remix to um the drake and rihanna song back in the day that was a smash mm-hmm. and i wanted to sing a part of it yeah. and i was on garage band alone no one was even in the house my mom was out of town my sister wasn't there it was just me in my bedroom and i was so embarrassed like i just yeah. had this like crazy feeling of uh, like anxiety and embarrassment because I was so bad at singing. So I, I'd say that because if you were doing that shit and you were powering through it, that's yeah. that just, I mean, that's huge. Well, granted, you know, I was by myself a lot of the, a yeah. lot of that and I wasn't putting those out necessarily. Like some right, of them right. I did and now I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I ate. And that's the thing with me. I think I had a lot of like irrational confidence where it's like I didn't feel that embarrassment even mm-hmm. though I definitely should have. Yeah. You know? Yep. Like I'm just like, yeah. I'm fucking good. Like I got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sound good. Next, that's to great. Songs. You're blindly confident. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. I think that's that's necessary. sometimes what it is. Like it takes that because otherwise I would have just gave up and been like, right, all right, I'm not as good as Trey Songs right now. So right, so let me just wait. Let me until just God gives go me Trey Songs' a, voice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not yeah. gonna happen. So you, so okay, cool. That that's where kind of the R and B influence came from. But no proper training. How do you? How are you good at singing? I don't know. You just do it. I just a did lot it enough and, and studied shit. And okay practiced cool i don't know that's awesome. i think i'm like i'm not like a world-class vocalist by any means yeah but i can i can hold my own at this point, yeah you know what i mean so you can get your ideas across and your concepts yeah and everything. i think my strength comes in like the songwriting in mm-hmm. all reality and mm-hmm. i know like how to pick my spots like i'm not gonna be aretha franklin you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah i'm not yeah. over singing like ever almost yeah like i have a pretty decent like falsetto i think that's kind of one of my strong points so mm-hmm. i can mix that in and then people think it's impressive cool where like to me it's like i don't know i guess it's yeah fine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> i guess this works here this is fine um, uh that's cool but yeah i'm definitely doing like r&b stuff at this point and yeah. I, I try to mix in some of the hip-hop kind of influence or like taste i guess yeah um yeah i'm kind of like like i told you like off air like i'm kind of at a spot where i'm kind of leaving the rap stuff in the past and just like honing in on like exactly what my goals are and like what I want to sound like. And like if I have a hit song, which I mm-hmm. feel like I'm at a point where I'm kind of just one song away from being at that. Yeah. Whatever the next place is. Yeah. I want to make sure it represents exactly like what I want it to. Yeah. Because I, I did like these like mixtape style series where it was like rap Dylan, rap Dylan too. Mm-hmm. And there were, that was just like for me to go, let me just get some hip hop shit off because I can make these quickly and I know I'm good at it. Yeah. But it's like not what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like now it's kinda like, why am I even doing that? Because I had a song that was like killing it last year called Crucial. It was like fucking murdering it on TikTok. Oh the whole cool. Thing, like that's awesome. Over a million streams. And I'm and I was just thinking about it, you know, these past few weeks based on some like some conversations I had. And I was just like, if that song like blew up, like how it was kind of close to doing, I would be like pissed because now people are just going to think I'm the next Jack Harlow guy. Right. And then I would try to come with some D'Angelo music, soul child R and B. Yeah. 
and then they would be like, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing? You're, yeah, you're a rapper. Just ignore it, right? So it's right. like, why am I even making that song? Yeah, just because I can and I'm good at it doesn't mean that's like what I should be doing because it's yeah. not what I want. Yeah. So I've had kind of a reflection of like, hey, figure it the fuck out. Like just narrow it down to like what you're trying to do and just go for that and be very specific and give people a very clear thing to like try to latch onto rather yeah, than and, and do, trying a bunch of shit at once. That's, that's interesting because I, have this, I do the same thing with um, comedy stuff. And at the end of the day, I guess it's any art or any creative endeavor. You try to... Um, Keep, if you keep making stuff just for the sake of what you think the people will want, then they're never really going to latch onto you. And if they do, exactly. it's not really going to be what you wanted it to be yeah. as far as your career and your goals go. You're not going to get those. But if you just do what you enjoy yeah. and what you want to do, yep. and you let people kind of flock to you and get attracted to you, it's going to be longer, it's going to be harder, but it's going to be way more fulfilling and you're going to accomplish a lot of the stuff that you wanted to. Right? Yeah, for sure. And and it's not even that I don't like making the the rap shit. Yeah. Because those songs are fun to make. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's a different kind of muscle that you're flexing when you're making those songs. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I don't want to have to be like expected to do that. Right. Right, be, right. 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 You I don't want to have to get into if that. If I was flow. like limited to just be like, yeah. All right. Now you have, you know, hundreds of thousands of fans and you're on these big ass fucking tours and they just yeah. want you to rap for an hour. Yeah. I'd be like, I don't want uh, to. Yeah, but yeah, if yeah. you're like, hey. This is go me. make R and B songs for an hour. Right, right. I'd be like, I'm 100 percent down. Oh, that's cool. That's what I want to be doing. You know How does I mean? something pop on TikTok? Do you know? Was it random for you? <laughs> kind of. Kind was of. Was it like not. a challenge? Was it a dance? So or some it was shit? like I found. I'm, this is inside baseball, but yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> I found a bunch of. So this was May 2020 when the song came out. Uh huh. So like TikTok's still early now to me, but that was like really fucking early. I think. Yeah. In, in terms of like trying to get something to trend x y and z yeah 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 so i noticed that a lot of songs are getting you know used by certain creators maybe they have fucking you know a million followers or whatever and then Mm -hmm. people that follow them will use the sound because they're influenced by that big creator x y z and that's how something trends it's like it's with volume of usage not like video views you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, I'm going to find a bunch of c- creators that aren't like massive and just like hit them up on Instagram and have them be like, yo, you should use this. Like it's about to be trending. Can you use this song in a like, video? Almost, like a TikTok? Not, not like lying, but like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. yo, this, this shit's like about to pop off. Like I need you to be like part of it. Yeah. And if they have 30,000 followers, mm-hmm. they're going to be hyped that like, an artist is hitting them up totally in theory. That's totally like the way totally. I was looking at it. Yeah. So I got a fuck ton of people to do that like quickly. Nice. And I really didn't spend any money, which was yeah. like insane. Uh, and then it just kind of just did its thing. Wow. Uh, that's cool. And you know, it was a type of song that I think was popular sonically, like on TikTok at that time. Like mm-hmm. it's very bouncy. Like, it was like a Jack Harlow song. Bouncy hip hop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bouncy, like trendy. Yeah, and like the hook was cool, and, and it was just like, yeah, girls were just shaking their ass to it. Perfect. It was cool. Like yeah, it wasn't it's great. It wasn't like rocket science, but I don't think that you could just replicate that. Yeah. Either it, it was kind of just like a moment where yeah, shit happened a lot easier than I thought it was. But it, that's what this whole journey is, though. It's a bunch of moments. The 100%. next moment's not going to be that. You're going to yeah. have a different, a completely different moment. You probably don't even know what the next moment exactly is going to be. You can't yeah. even fathom it, right? Yeah. Um. But yeah, my buddy works in. He he does a lot of curated Spotify playlists for like, uh, vibey electronic music and okay. um, 
So he's given me the scoop on on what that whole world is like. It's it's wild. I don't know how anybody makes it in music or comedy. I just have no idea. It's low-key like insane <laughs> that it's we think nuts, we're going to do this. It's crazy. It's, it's the actually insane thing. that we're even doing it. At what the did level. your parents say when you were like, hey, I think I'm going to go be a music guy? Were they supportive? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, my, my, my folks were like... Did you have a day job coming out of college? No. Straight to music? I've never had a day job in my life. So you were just very poor? Kind of. <laughs> but like, I was also just like... A fucking hustler, man. Like, sure, sure. I was a barber in college. Okay, okay. I okay, was, yeah, a, yeah. I was cutting everybody's hair. Yeah. In, in college, like I went to a small private school. Yeah. So and it was, I think like seventy two percent like female when I went there or something like that. Were you cutting women's hair? No. Okay. So like my point is like all the guys. Oh, you were doing that. I was their barber. Oh, like, okay. That's every hilarious. single fucking person. That's so funny. Um, and I did that in high school too. Like, yeah. I don't know, dude. I just found a way to just and make then just it little odds and ends here and there after college. Did you move straight to well, LA after college? No, no. So that's when I went back to my mom's after college. Oh, that's right. Okay, built yeah. a studio. I was yeah. mixing. Like, and then you I was were there. For that's a while. when I was like stacking fucking money because I didn't have you didn't have rent, rent or bills or anything. And that was like a blessing. To How have long that. were you there before coming to LA? A uh, year and a half. And then you came to LA. And I've been here since yeah, 2017. Probably with a bank account. Yeah. And then you didn't need to work at a restaurant or anything. No, because I, I kept doing. Shit like that, like yeah, mixing graphic design stuff. Yeah. By then, like I was touring a little bit, so I was like, cool, on the road for a good amount of it. Um, whatever, like selling features. I was just fucking. Oh yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm still doing. That's all, pretty cool. All of those things. It's yeah. just like a grab bag of like. Do you ever? How can I add value to people's situation? Yeah. And then as I'm building mine, it's like now streaming money is a thing. Now touring like helps like you know what i mean yeah i mean i wonder sometimes when it comes to selling features sometimes i'll hear people featured on somebody else's track and i'll just be like man i wonder if they're bummed that they gave away that piece of gold like that definitely definitely happens sometimes you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um especially drake has done it before for sure yeah but even like i'm even smaller artists i can't none come to mind but you know what i'm talking about yeah well here's the thing i think there's a lot of people especially in hip-hop where they look at that situation as like very transactional in like a fucking yeah. drug deal almost. Yeah. Where it's like, Hey, I'm going to just give you like a half-assed verse and like give me my money and like go figure it the fuck out. I don't care mm-hmm. what happens. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that happens a lot. And that's when artists get their shit like watered down. And it's just, it's, it's just a bad fucking look. It's so easy for me to say, see like when someone did that. Yeah. And it's like, damn, you just like wasted everyone's time just to make yeah. a little bit of money. Yeah. Whereas like, I always look at it as like, I'm not going to do anything. I don't think it's tight regardless. Right. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. And if yeah. like that artist isn't a spot where I'm going to make money on the back end of that song, I'm going to charge you X amount of money. Mm-hmm. Right. But mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking kill that song because yeah. I don't ever want to be heard on anything. You don't want like somebody to be like, who's this featuring? Oh, Dylan, Re- what the fuck? So like that does happen to me a lot because I'm yeah. like, damn, I could have kept that. For yeah, myself. yeah. 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 But yeah. also, you know, it is what it is. Like it's part of the, part of the journey and the it's process the game. and then said, that know? motivates you to make something better than that yeah and then it's like you know i might get f- new fans yeah off of something i already got paid for just because that artist's like friend group was like yo that feature was fucking fire i didn't know who that was but like right. goddamn, he killed it you right know i mean yeah that's cool um so you've been independent this whole time too right yeah you're no record label or anything correct is that a uh kind of a goal to stay independent for as long as you can? It's an interesting question. Because there there's there must be 
advantages and disadvantages to getting a record deal, depending on the type of deal. I, I know what the 360 deal is. I know sure. a little bit about that stuff. But um, having rep to get you in the doors to places or to you know fund the album first or to put you on a tour or something, those are all the like advantages. But then disadvantages come and maybe creative input that you don't want or need. Maybe um a bigger share of money that you don't think they deserve but it's part of the deal yeah or you know there's there's a lot of other things involved so how, what from an independent artist's point of view what is your perspective on working with a label or rep versus going at it alone for as long as you can yeah so i think you nailed it on the head with everything you said like it's a give and take you know what i mean and yeah. i think it just depends on like what your goals are because there's something to be said about being able to do what we're doing like independently and by yourself. Mm -hmm. So like right now I make all my decisions by myself and people that I'm working with, I'm either like hiring them, like whether it be a producer to work on a track or, you know, or it's a feature or like whatever the fuck it is, mm -hmm. it's all being funded from the same pot, which is just my fucking life. Yeah. Which like is fucking difficult to do. Yeah. You know, but then when everything comes back, I own everything. I can decide this person gets this percentage of this song. This person gets this. And I try to do everything as fairly as possible because I'm working with a kind of core group of people that have become part of my team, at least creatively, like different musicians, like the band I bring on tour, yeah. X, Y, and Z. So it's like, it's great to have all of that. I don't want to say power because it's not like I have power over them, but the, but it's a control freedom to be like, yeah, this is how I want shit to go. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Nobody can really tell me differently yeah so like i'm very used to that but then i think there comes a point if your goal is to become like massive mm -hmm. and reach like mm -hmm. the masses you probably need someone else to say hey you could do this this way like a little bit differently yeah i don't think anybody's ever done it just solo besides a one hit wonder but even after that one hit somebody comes on board well there's you know there's still a reason why there's music business professionals right that aren't a creative right like there is there is right. definitely something to that where if you have like a really good and hard-working agent like booking agent mm -hmm. that could be the difference where like you don't need to sign a record deal per se mm -hmm. but you could have this one person that is from the outside looking in and going I think your brand could go from here to here. That would align you with this person, get you on this tour. Yeah, now you're yeah, fucking yeah. out of here. Like, yeah. I don't even have an agent or anything. I, yeah. I'm just like in the house, like waiting for people to call me. Same. And I'm lucky that, <laughs> and, and like, we're lucky that people do call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's a testament to talent and creativity that you fucking have. Fucking hustle. Like, yeah, it's just yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, I know people that are completely independent and have always been that way. And like have carved out their own lane and have made a lot of money and like mm -hmm. they're happy with their life. And that's great. Obviously, like that should be the goal at the end of the day, like be in a situation where you're hyped to wake up and like work on what you're working on. Yeah. Whether you're making a hundred grand a year or fucking a hundred million. You know yeah, what I'm saying? yeah. 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 But I think there comes a point, like I said, where that's definitely helpful, whether it's a record deal or not, but some sort of outside team members that can be like specialists. Yeah. That part of what you're trying to execute. Yeah. Um, and maybe that is a record deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think back to what we said, like, I'm in a little bit of a different position than other artists because I'm able to monetize so many different things outside of just, here's my song, pay me the money. 
Mm-hmm. That's what most artists are doing. They're just recording, and then they're eating off of the sales, the streams, whatever. Yeah. You know? So it's yeah. like, you might need an upfront advance from a label to make your fucking album, where it's like, I probably don't need that right now, at mm-hmm. least. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not spending $100,000 and make my album. Right. I'm doing it at my house. Right. With my yeah. friends. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, I'd rather bet on that kind of process to make me some money and I own it mm-hmm. then like, okay, I'm, d- I'm down with that. Yeah. But if there's other pieces to the puzzle that can accelerate it, then I think that's worth exploring as well. So it, it's, it's, I don't really have an answer. Like who, who are some indie artists that you kind of look up to or that you think have done it really well? Um, well, <laughs> there's always that kind of, uh, I'm trying to think of the right word. Like, the the conversation of whether Chance the Rapper is yeah that's who I was that's not. who I was gonna ask you know about yeah yeah like, yeah I don't know his life I don't know his life either feels like he's not feels like he's not feels like he was so feel exactly so it's like I don't know that's probably like best case scenario and then yeah it flips but it's a better narrative to go I'm not signed so right keep it that way but right I'm, but I'm signed you know yeah uh, but and even, then even just like friends of mine like uh Dizzy Wright abstract yeah yeah yeah. uh futuristic like there's a lot of people especially in rap where it's like you can just tour your ass off fucking make a ton of music put Mm -hmm. it out and just cater to your audience yeah just find out who that is and just cater to them make money and you're fucking good yeah but it's like i think it's hard to do to make someone like that into fucking drake or some shit like right right but maybe that's not what they want to do right and it's like you know if any of them hear this it's not you're doing it wrong, obviously. Like it just yeah. it just depends on what your goals are. Yeah. And especially if I'm making R and B shit, I don't know if there's anybody that can independently like drive that much like attention to yeah an R and B artist. Yeah. Like by themselves. Are you? I feel are like you, I've done it. To are the you? Point. Mo- are you moving into a space where it's going to be pretty much all R and B? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. I mean, it's it's almost already there. Yeah. It's just, I think. For someone like yourself, like you're obviously probably not like a super fan of what I'm doing. You you know you see my socials, yeah, and yeah, yeah, whatnot. So it's like you get I don't a, stalk you. You get a grab. Bag. I'm not outside your window at yeah, four yeah, a.m. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you have a grab bag of what I'm putting out. Yeah. So it's like you're seeing that, but I think for the most part, I've kind of for the past couple of years been eighty five percent on some R and B shit. Cool. So it's gonna even be a little bit more. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. I'm figuring it out slowly, but the answer to that is like it could change and you just have to do what makes sense for you. You know, like if you're an independent artist and you suck at marketing or you have no money Mm -hmm. or don't have any relationships and someone's offering you a deal, maybe you should take it because it's going to allow you to skip some of those steps to go, all right, they're going to know this person to get on this song, put me on tour with this guy, give me this much money to do. It's like, Mm -hmm. there's something to that. But then when it comes back, you don't own it anymore. Right. So it's like, you have to be okay with, you just have to understand what it is. That's the biggest thing, I think. Yeah, yeah, People yeah. get signed and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. And then they're like, hey, how come I'm not making any of my money? It's like, because I already yeah, gave you, you the money. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's over. You already had, the money <laughs> transaction is you, over. You literally bought three chains. And went Let to me ask club. you this, bro. Why does, uh, why, why is there so much bad rap out right now? Why is there so much trash hip hop in the world? Um, Do you know what I mean? There's so much trash. I would like you to tell me what you I want to tell. I'm going to tell you exactly what the trash is that I see. Uh, the trash that I see is just this like this lack of effort 
behind the music. Like you can call it mumble rap. You can call it like pointless gangster rap or whatever. <laughs> whatever pointless. the fuck. I, like I've heard these terms. I've made some up. But um, I'm talking specifically about uh, that dude that Drake just gave a feature to, Smiley. Yeah. Um, it's pretty fucking bad. He's he's very bad at what he does. Yeah. Hey, Smiley, you might be a nice guy. <laughs> You're awful at what you do. Uh, like, objectively. Yeah. Um, and then there's, I mean, I just, I'm not a huge fan of 21 Savage. I'm not a huge fan of, um, dude, what the, the name starts with a P. Uh, p, p, Playboy Cardi. Okay. Um, a couple other of these dudes that just kind of do this fucking thing. All up in the thing, and they do this fucking thing, and yeah. they're all up in the thing. That's pretty good. Thank you. You, put, you should put that out. I mean, I'm not bad. <laughs> um, but it's like it's this weird, it's this weird like swag. I know there's like a there's a gutter swag to it, and that's why a lot of people really love it. And it's not my, it's just not for me. Obviously, nothing can be for everybody. It's just sure. not for me. They have plenty of fans and millions of dollars, and that's awesome that they're making money on their own. But like when you when you look take a segment of rap music today. And you dial the clock back 10, 15 years. You take a segment of rap music back when we were in high school. Am I being too nostalgic in saying that our hip-hop decade is light years beyond what this current hip-hop trend is? Or is that, like, reasonable? Because, yeah, we have Jack Harlow's dope. You know, Uh, Chance, of course, is really good. Kendrick is amazing. J. Cole, we have have all these amazing, talented dudes. But then there's there's this fucking thing of, like, mumble rap garbage... That it's just, I don't know I don't know what it is I don't know what it is I don't know what it is I think Do you, and I don't want you to insult anybody no, 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 no. that that you know or might work with but uh, I, I, have, I have no problem insulting people. There's multiple so. answers I think. Yeah. One answer because I agree with most of what you're saying. Yeah. Without being specific and burning bridges. Sure. <laughs> but you know, part of it is we're just old. Yeah, fuck. And that's just you have to accept. Damn, it. dude. You know what's funny, dude? I, I go to the bar. I don't. I don't go to bars very much anymore. But whenever I do, they're only playing hip hop from when we were in college. Sure, that's it. Yeah. They were they were playing uh, music off Big Sean's first or second album. Yeah, they were playing uh, Fire Fireman f- 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 that low, that wheezy sure. shit from back in the day. Yeah, they're playing um, Big Timers. They're playing. Uh, 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 I mean Biggie, but he was before us. Sure. But they're playing like a uh, Ti, sure. hella Ti, fabulous. Sure. They're playing all this music from when we were in high school and college. Yeah. And I was I was standing. This was two nights ago. I'm like, man, why? It's always this music. It's never. I don't hear no fucking smiley. But here's the thing, bro. When I was in the barbershop yeah. When I was in high school, getting a haircut, they were playing Tribe Called Quest, saying. Yo, T.I. fucking sucks, bro. I guess. They, they I don't were, know. Going, I'm not in Santa Barbara. Yo, Lil, Lil, Lil Wayne, bro. Get him the fuck out of here. What's he doing? He's mumbling. He's saying some bullshit. So you think it's a generational thing? Partially. Partially. Okay. There's definitely a lot more okay. worse bullshit now. But it's also just a, the level of entry is like having a laptop. Right. Like you, we could literally record right now. We make an album sitting, today. If sitting we wanted. right here. Yeah. Like and just load up a beat. Yeah. Put it out. Yeah, and if people are clicking it, a record label is gonna ask, "Hey, what's going on with this?" Wow, let's, yeah, let's put it's it, true. Let's, let's fucking boost it. It's true because uh, the barrier to entry, the is barrier to entry so is, much is, is there's nothing. Like, yeah, there isn't e- one. Even 15 years ago, you had to like get in a studio. Yeah, so you at least you had, had to pay for programs. Had to pay you had to, an engineer to right, go, right, "Hey, right. can I go in there and 
we do it? And right. Then, then he goes, yes or no. Like, right. at least that existed. Right. You know what I'm saying? And even before that, obviously, you couldn't put a record out without a label or a manager or, like, a situation no to get your shit themselves. in stores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Where right. now it's just upload and it's out. So it's, like, wild. There's, there's a ton of great music out. You know what I'm saying? I think it's the best time for music right now. Exactly. I just think the but worst just stuff more is so music. bad. There's just way more That's music. That's the thing. Okay, so like yeah. a lot of it's going to suck ass. Yeah. It, or just not be for you or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like. Yeah. And, I, and you're not wrong at all. But yeah. when I think about like the scope of music, I just think about the shit that was meant to reach me and the shit that is within my like taste bracket. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I fucking love all of this. Okay. I don't even like think about like low pump and shit. Like I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, like I get it. Like that's going to be what that is. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to care about that. Yeah. Like whatever the best version of what that is, it's not for me. Yeah. For 12 year olds, mm-hmm. which is fine because mm-hmm. I'm 28 now right. and <laughs> we're just old. I don't need music. Hey, that's for 12 year olds. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Exactly. Yeah, it is. It is crazy uh, that how much music there is out there. Like, there's so much. I, my buddy was showing me this song out of New York called uh, "Fuck." It's wild in New York right now. Polo, something about Polo. Polo G. No, uh, the song is called like oh. uh, that Polo. Those Polos. Don't das Polo. Shit. Okay, hang on. This is another thing. I'll See, tell you I this. wish I had an assistant. I'll tell you here. this. Where the fuck is Jamie at? No. I I need a Jamie. <laughs> I need a very youthful Jamie. Um, there's sixty thousand songs uploaded to Spotify every day. Every day? Yeah. Shit. Every day? Yep. That's a that's a real life. That's a fact. That's nuts. so. But going back to what we we're saying, like trying to make a career in music where you're yeah. the one guy out of the sixty thousand. Yeah. It's fucking pretty hard. And you're and it, and you can't release a song every day. You know what I mean? So yeah. like you only get a shot every however often. Smooth L, New Apollos. Have you heard this? I don't think so. 14 million views. Oh, it came out a year ago, but apparently it's cracking right now. I'm gonna, I'm just going to play a piece of it for you. And you know they shot the video like 6ix9ine used to shoot his videos just out in the middle of the streets and shit. You know what I mean? But it's that same shit. It's that yeah. same like boom, it's a, it's a pop boom, smoke boom, beat. boom, boom, you know, and the same cadence and everything. And that's fine. I'm I, I'm not mad at it. Yeah. I actually. It seems like you're mad at it, but it's, I'm mad. What, I, what I'm more. You want to be mad at it. Let me break down me, my own thoughts. Don't let me stop. So, <laughs> so I, I really don't like when there's no effort, when there's a lack of effort, there's a clear lack of enthusiasm for what the fuck you're doing sure. and you're just kind of doing it so that one day you can afford a Gucci watch and a Lamborghini. Sure. Because a lot of these dudes are doing that. Smiley, right? Sure. Um, but uh, when there's like this guy in the video, there's a lot of like heart. There's a lot of love going on. He's with like gang of people. He's with like 50 people yeah. in the middle of New York. That's that required some sort dope. of effort. Yeah. Yeah. It requires some sort of love for the game. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, and I know I'm hating a lot on the smiley guy right he now. He was but calling people going, yo, we got to do this. Yo, we got to do this. There's effort wait. here. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so I guess what, what frustrates me is how, uh, how often the same, how often stuff sounds the same as other stuff and sounds low quality and low effort, but skyrockets uh, into oblivion. I guess that's what frustrates me. But at the end of the day, that probably shouldn't frustrate me because it's none of my fucking business and who cares? <laughs> yeah. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't really waste brain power on but it's it, just, but I'm just it's, talking about it right now. <laughs> you know, 
it, we're at a, a place where music can be like a legitimate hustle. Yes. Yes. So it's like, yes. Why the fuck not try it? Right. Even if you suck. Right. I get that mindset, but I also get what you're saying where it's like, you want to hear somebody who's like put hours into their craft and like, they cares about clever. what cares about what they're making. Or it sounds different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but it's, if it's just like, oh, this works, and this dude made that much, right? Why don't I just do that? Right. I have a guy with a. I know a guy with a mic. Yeah, I know a bunch of hot girls that'll Fuck dance on it. top of a taxi. So like, yeah, you're kind of just shooting, you're yeah. playing a lottery. I get like that. Kind of. Like, I get that. Why wouldn't you play? I'm making music right now. Exactly. I'm making uh, EDM music. There you go. Isn't that fun? Yeah. It's gonna be. And, I'm and putting. There's songs somebody on my that's album. probably gonna be like. Fuck this that guy. shit is trash. I can't believe it's no this is being made. Right. This guy's a pussy. Like, but the there's so, I'm not. I'm putting in so much effort. <laughs> yeah. I'm spending so much money. Um, I'm doing, because uh, in, in college and right after college, I did a lot of comedy songs that were like Lonely Island style. Yeah. You remember those guys? Mm-hmm. So there were like a lot of straight parody, silly stuff. And then that transition into the uh, 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 impressions, the comedy impressions sure. and all the rapping. Um, but now I want to do some comedy EDM songs. So like some crazy dubstep track. Yeah, uh, that's just like dirty and disgusting. I got. I'll play. I'll play it for you after this. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, I got one uh, that's called "In the Club," and it's like this dope ass fucking like kind of. I guess it's kind of a um, a little Dirk, little baby type beat. Okay, and but it's about going to the club with your boys, and then you farted in the club, and now mm. it stinks, and you're trying to make everybody, you're trying to make sure everybody knows it wasn't you. Sure, and you're like trying that to. That does happen. Away. It happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, it's very related. Why is no one talking about this? Uh, nobody talks about <laughs> farting in the club, dude. Yeah. So you know, are those low, <laughs> low effort? You're just, dude. You're fine. You're finding. You're getting in where you fit in. Finding my game, baby. You're like, yo, there's a yeah. gap in the market here. There's a, there's a missing niche. There's no farting in the club songs. No, there's no songs about farting in the club. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But I'm looking forward to that. That'll be fun. What? Do, oh, what? Yeah. So you you are paused at the moment for a, a little reset yeah uh, it's kind of but like you're still working of course oh, i'm working harder you're just kind of paused on putting stuff out right yeah i've i've not stopped putting stuff out like at all yeah since i started cool because that was kind of the only way i knew how to like do with the next thing like you never know what's going to lead to what just fucking go yeah i'm independent there's no one telling me i can't try this this guy wants to collab i think he's dope fucking put it out do this who cares like right 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 i need to dial in what my brand is and all that industry mumbo jumbo yeah you know what i'm saying Which yeah it's like i don't want to say i don't care but it's not what i would it's like not a priority think about yeah but i need to think about it yep and deliver a very clear thing to so r&b fans can just be like this is our next guy cool i, I have all the skills to do it so I, who do you look up to in r&b d'angelo music soul child yeah um Pharrell, even like cool. John Mayer, a little bit outside of R and B. Love John like, Mayer, still Huge soulful. John Mayer, you know guy. what I mean? Yeah, um, dude, there's so much like Billy cool. Ocean shit, like back in the day, mm-hmm. fucking even a lot of new cats. Like there's this dude named Kyle Dion who I think is amazing. Um, there's so much, man. There's so yeah. much. There's endless, endless. Like I get inspired by music very easily if that's it's cool. if it's fucking tight. Yeah, that's awesome. You know? And that's yeah. why I like when you're talking about all this other shit. I'm just like. I don't even know like what those people are doing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like, don't pay attention in your own world and I'm just making music. So I I don't listen to music that much Mm -hmm. and I like what I like and I know what it is. And now it's like, I'm kind of in that process of figuring out what it is. I'm going to be like, like very intentionally Mm -hmm. and then just doing that. Cool. You know? So it's a fun, a fun time. And kind of the first time I am giving myself some time to like step back and think about it. Cool. Rather than just, 
this is coming out. This is coming out. Got to shoot this video. How do you like? How do you like touring? Do you enjoy performing live? I love it. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's a lot I, of people don't. A lot of people don't like to travel and the shit, and they just want to sit back and make stuff and put it out and go to sleep. Sure. And I, ha- I did that during the pandemic, obviously, because we didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely ready to fucking get back out there. 2019, I was on the road like a lot. Like yeah. Good, maybe seven months out of the year, I was on the road. Wow. And uh, it was fun, dude. Like that's that's where I feel like I can get fans like the quickest. Cool. Because, because it's I'm, on the road. I'm fucking good on stage. Oh, nice. And I'm not afraid. Oh, that's rad. I'm not afraid to say that. Like, okay, great. That's my live good. Show yeah. is like, if you just saw me and you didn't know me, mm-hmm. and you like R&B shit, yeah, you're gonna be like, I fucking like this. That's cool. You know, are you doing it? Are you, is it because of the commitment and the performance? Are you doing anything different on stage with visuals? No, it's or just I've just additional? I've been doing shows for a long time, so you know how. to Especially flow like it. I'm still like an opener, so right. it's like right. maybe they don't expect me right. to be anything. Yeah impressive because like mm-hmm. this is the guy before the guy that came to see yeah you know what i mean oh i do know exactly what you <laughs> so mean. that's like, what i am right now yeah i'm exactly. the guy before the guy for sure um so it's like if you do a good job i feel like you can you get a lot like, yeah you, that's you great know? that's really cool so i'm excited to really start to like hone in and do like the right shows for mm-hmm. me and like figure mm-hmm. out exactly what that is mm-hmm. and then start that journey of like all right i'm gonna become a headliner like how much time do you get as an opener for a music show depends 20 to 30 Sometimes it's fifteen. Sometimes it's forty-five. Like it, it can, re- it can really depend. Yeah. That way, that's a. F- Did you say fifteen? Yeah. And sometimes it's forty-five. Yeah. Depends. It depends. That's on, a huge range. It depends on the venue and the person you're opening for. It depends on the tour package, basically. Like, okay. So, like, I did a tour with the Hold Up. Yeah. Uh, and he's super dope. He goes by Michael Garmini now. He's kind of shifted his whole thing, but good friend of mine. It's a great fit, like sonically. Mm-hmm. He, he does R and B kind of pop stuff. Yeah. That tour was only me and him. So he's like, yeah, you got 45 minutes. Do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he'll play an hour and a half. Oh, you know, that's what that's that's right. Okay. Because for comedy, you can't watch comedy for two hours. But nah. music, you can Absolutely. fucking vibe yeah. for yeah. hours. Especially if you're a big fan. That's like, really cool. You want to okay. be there. Yeah, that makes sense. That's why I freaked out when I heard 45. I was like, do yeah. open or do it 45? Yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no. Not... Music is completely different. Sure. Cool. So, yeah. So that that's, that's dope. And then other times, like, um, I did another tour after that. Uh, with this band called Catastro, and mm-hmm. I was the first of three acts on that band on that on that tour. Mm-hmm. So there was a middler, and then I was like the fucking opener, opener. You know. So you were. So one, I only had twenty minutes two, because wow. there was yeah. more time. Like it just depends. It depends, but yeah. Either way, you just fucking yeah. Take what you got. And What's make the a, most of it. Uh, Do you take any inspiration from live acts for your own act for your own live show? Um. And while you think about that, I'm going to answer it for you. Uh, Drake, I keep saying Drake, but people who watch the show know about my story with Drake. We found I found Drake within my friend group when we were 15 on hotnewhiphop.com. Down, literally downloaded his mixtape on like LimeWire or Kazaa or whatever the hell we had back then. Um, and then followed him all through college. And he came and played at my college at UC Santa Barbara when I was a senior. The same way I'm currently doing now, I'm playing at colleges now. He came and played sure. off of his mixtape. And then this past year... You're Drake, basically. I am Drake. I'm Drake. <laughs> yeah. I am Aubrey Graham. Uh, and then this past, like a, the year before the pandemic, I took my sister, teenage sister, to go see him at Staples Center. And he played a sold-out show at Staples. So I went from seeing him in front of you know 2,000 people at my college to 50,000 at Staples. Um, it's fucking crazy. It was, it's nuts, dude. Yeah. Like Describing that, nobody really understands... 
I think, unless you're like in that world, yeah. what witnessing a 10 year journey is well, they like. Don't, they don't see that first part. Yeah. So they just go, oh yeah. Like Obviously. literally found, before social media, we yeah. found this guy's songs yeah. and they were just songs. We're like, who's Drake? Sure. And then it took a couple years for us to learn about Degrassi and that blew our mind. Sure. And we, there was no like type of following. There was no like, Ooh, he's got a hundred thousand. He's going to pop. Yeah. yeah. There's there was no, none of that. No metric. It was literally it. just, is the music good? Mm-hmm. Didn't know what he looked like, his style, who you he had hung to out go with. on hot new hip hop. We had to go on hot new hip hop. <laughs> to even see yeah, if there was something. I had new. to do illegal music downloads. Yep. So, um, but I say that because when, when I saw him live at Staples, uh, you know, there's only a few, live shows that I really commit everything to memory yeah. and try to take from. Uh, him at Staples is one of them. Um, him, when I saw him in college, is one of them because he was like 23 at the time. The Lonely, I saw The Lonely Island live, and that was insane because <laughs> yeah. they'd never done that show before, and they were just running it like once. Uh, and it was a whole – it was all their comedy songs with different sketch bits in between. So those and then like uh, some EDM thing. Because I, lo- I, I love EDM concerts. They're yeah. just a whole trip. Sure. Um, but now I'm trying to take like different elements from those things and combine it into my stand-up show so that I'm not just on stage talking for an hour. Because that's not what I like to watch. Sure. And I know a lot of people do that, and that's fucking dope. But I don't want to watch somebody talk for an hour. I want to see stuff. I want to see a story. I want to see characters. I want to see video and media incorporated into bits and stories and, and world building. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want like an entertainment experience for an hour to an hour and a half. So that's what I'm trying to make that's awesome, yeah. now with mine. Uh, but what do you, do you do? You ever do anything like that? Like commit little pieces that you've seen live? I bet you don't really have time to go to live shows, of course. Yeah. But I actually go to more like comedy shows than oh, music cool. shows for sure. Right like, on. I'm like a big fucking comedy stand. Like I love all that shit. Yeah. Um, I actually feel like in terms of like the pacing and like the way you set up your set, mm-hmm. like creating an arc almost. Yeah. I feel like I've taken more from like watching stand up. Oh, cool. Which, so it's kind of maybe the opposite of like what you're talking about. Yeah. That's about. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, the greats like Chappelle and like Louis, like they have a certain like, okay, I'm going to start you off this way. And then mm-hmm. we're going to go down here. We're going to talk about some dark shit that maybe, maybe is not the funniest, but it's like, this is where you're going to see why I'm me and like right. how my brain works. Right. And then there's going to be a fucking huge payoff at the end of that. Yeah. That you're like, oh, that was worth listening to this fucking insane story about X, Y, and Z because yeah. this funny thing happened at the end or, you know, just like the pacing of it. I try to, I definitely try to make it an experience like how you're saying. Cool. But I can't think of anything specifically where I'm like, I saw this person fucking. No, that is, that's specific enough right there. Uh, Because creating a story arc out of it is, I think, one of the most important aspects of creating a live piece of entertainment. Sure. And I, I, I got a big part of mine from actually seeing what Kanye posted a couple years ago when he had a, I forget what it was, Pablo, the one before Pablo maybe. I forget, but he posted this uh, picture of his track list and it was broken into three acts. It was yep. a three act structure. Act yep. one, act two, act I do three. the same thing. I did never thought of that. Yeah. But of course, from then on, I started listening to albums from front to back without putting it on shuffle because I wanted to experience the album as, a, as, as an experience. And then also from there on, from then on, I started building my live show with three act structure. Even if I was doing 10 or 15 minutes, I'd be like, okay, act one is... You know, high energy. 
here's who I am. Act sure. two is, uh, you know, experiences that I've had. Act three is where, where I'm planning on going, how I see the, whatever the fucking stuff was. Um, but for all the crazy shit that Kanye does, that piece kind of stuck with me forever as sure. far as like crafting a live show. Sure. Yeah. And, and yeah, I think, uh, a lot of that's easier to like implement when you're headlining. Yeah. Which I'm not doing that often. Like yeah. I've probably done 50 headlining shows in mm-hmm. my life. So like those are the times where you can, you know, you have that full hour. Everyone's there to see you. Yeah. They're like invested in what you have going on. Even if it's, you know, 200 people or whatever, like that's when you kind of, I think about that stuff. Yeah. When I'm opening, I'm just like, I need to do all my best fucking songs and just like make sure yeah. they, make sure they remember awesome. what I'm doing. Right. So it's like, I'm the past couple of years. I haven't really been headlining. I've just been on the road trying to get new people, you know? Yeah. So I say a couple of years starting before the pandemic. Yeah. 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 None of that exists. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I've been thinking less about that because I'm just like, okay, I need to do this song and then make sure I do these four or whatever because cool. it's like those. there's an impressive moment in this. It, it's not like all tied together so perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel you. Yeah. Um, when, when, did you, when did you start doing stand-up? Uh, when I moved to L.A. after college. Okay. So, so that was 2012. Well, no, I didn't really get on stage until 2014. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, that was for my first time on. Stage. So I've been doing live stand up for seven and a half years, which is really not long. That's still sure. in the stand up world considered. I was about to say that, but I didn't want to make it seem like no. It's you totally don't know what you're true. Doing. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> so, no. Oh, so like, you're still, I don't. I have no fucking. You're still idea. new. Uh, yeah, exactly. But, well, that's the that's the crazy thing about it is yeah. you you're really not a vet until you hit twenty. Sure. And you're not really experienced until you've hit ten. Sure. At least that's the common yeah. understanding. Of course, everybody's different. And, you know, my first two years of doing stand-up, I was keeping a spreadsheet with every single open mic I did, every joke I did, how long it was, yeah. a breakdown of audience reaction. Like, I had 400 uh, things written in this spreadsheet. So, I did 400 open mics my first two years, which is a lot. That's a lot. And so, you know, I think I gained like three or four years within that first two years just from the effort I was putting in. Yeah. And the attention to detail. Yeah. Because people probably do it and then... They fucking party after and they're just like right. going through the motions kind of where you were yeah. you were more tactical where like yeah. this is what I'm getting from this. This is how I can change this. This is how I Yeah, and it's yeah. it once once you get that level of unhealthy obsession, I think that's how that's how you grow pretty fast. Sure. You know? Um because I never drank before shows. Yeah. I, I don't I don't wanna I wanna be like sharp and quick, you know, and um but yeah, it's 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 about the effort. And having an intentional effort is important too. It's it's important, I think, to be a nerd about something. Yeah. That's how you get good at it. Yeah. You know? Or like that's how you like develop a personality kind of. Mm-hmm. Where it's like this is just embedded in like what I think is cool and what I value. Mm-hmm. When people are like aren't like nerdy and they're just like whatever, dude, like it's, it is what it is. Like they're those people are fucking whack to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it's, it's like, bro, well, you don't even laziness. care about anything. Yeah. 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 You yeah. Know? It's total, total laziness. So what's next, what's next for you looking forward to the next like year to yeah. a couple years? Like what, what are you w- w- trying to work toward now? That's basically what I'm taking this break to figure out. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like I said, I think I've just been so on the gas Yeah. that I haven't thought about that and I need to like, know what that is yeah like i know exactly what i'm shooting for yeah but i'm basically not going to be putting music out until i know exactly what this next album is Mm -hmm. and even down to like the color palette and like everything that i'm like 
everything I'm going to present. Yeah. I, I'm just not going to put anything out until then. Could be three months if I like figure it out that quickly. Mm-hmm. Could be a fucking year before I hear, drop another song. Like I just know the next thing I'm putting out is going to be my like shot at like trying to fucking change everything forever in terms cool. of the reach of what yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not trying to put all that pressure on it because it, the way I worded it, it sounds like I am, but yeah. you know, if it doesn't, but it's also a serious undertaking. It, it, yeah. it can't, I mean, a lot of, a lot of times people will be like, Oh, you're putting too much pressure on yourself, but like, how else do you word your thoughts? Yeah. If you word it any differently, it's going to be like, well, maybe you should take it a little more serious. Like, there's yeah, not, exactly. there's, it's a lose, lose either way. So, exactly. Yeah, I, I totally get what and you're saying. And not that I haven't been taking it serious because it's all I care about. Yeah. But I haven't been very intentional with what yeah. I'm doing. Like yeah. like I was saying, it's kind of just scattered and like maybe even potentially confusing to someone who doesn't know who I am. Yeah. Which is like not a good thing. Yeah. You know, like yeah. people want to just, they want to go, okay, what's, what's, uh, what's Post Malone? Right. And they it's melodic R and B songs. He has face tats. Right. Got it. Right. Or, or melodic hip hop songs, I mean. And he has face tats and they go, Okay, cool. And then they decide if they like that. Yeah. They like they don't want to go, Oh dude, this kid's got a killer falsetto and he's wearing this sweater on stage. Yeah. <laughs> and then they go to my Spotify and I'm rapping my ass off. Yeah. And they're like, Wait, wait, like, what the which, fuck? How is he doing all of this? Right. It's almost like I'm versatile to a fault. To a fault. Where I just need to like dial it back and go. This is what I want to be doing. Mm-hmm. Here it is. You can decide. And the people that decide, yes, I think will probably be there forever. Yeah. You know, rather than like, yo, I went to this show. I saw this kid, forgot his name. He was fucking fire. He was rapping. He was singing. It he, was tight. What do you guys want to do tonight? Looked, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was fucking dope. And yeah. then they, and then like, they, and just, then that's it. they just go on right. with their fucking life. Right. I, I need to, cause like I have a good like core right now where it's like, I'm not going to put out a song and get no streams and no one's going to care. Like yeah. I feel like I'm supported. Yeah. Okay, good. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Totally. But I also feel like I've kind of been in a similar spot for the past couple years. Mm-hmm. And it's just because I'm not like being intentional with what I'm doing. Interesting. So that's yeah. like what I'm, I'm going on this like inward journey of like, who am I and all that bullshit, bro. That's you know? the, <laughs> that's the artistic struggle, dude. Yeah. dude. That's that existential shit. That's that shit. That'll make you really, you know, either I'm about to make get it or, or get it or fuck like, off. Yeah. No yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. So well, tell people where to find, if, if somebody wants to look you up right now, what's the first place you would direct them to? What would Spotify. you tell them? Spotify, Spotify or Apple, like whichever one you use. Yeah. Spotify and Apple. Dylan Reese, easy to find. Yep. All my socials are Dylan Reese music. Cool. Um, my album from 2019, it's called Pretty Pretty. That's like a project that I've been intimidated by since it came out because it's fucking great. Cool. And I'm trying to make something better than that. So if someone's trying to start listening to me, start pretty there pretty. and I don't think you'll be disappointed. And Fuck then yeah. there's, you know, 150 other songs that are out there. And we look forward to the new stuff, baby. Thanks, bro. We look forward to the new stuff. I appreciate stuff. you having me on. Yeah, dude. Thanks for chilling. We're yeah. ending at the perfect time because I can hear the fucking garbage truck outside. Those fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan Reese, everybody. See ya. And that's it. Hope you liked it. Go check out Dylan on all the platforms everywhere. Dylan Reese is the name. And check out magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash Brent Pella to get uh, a special deal on your order from Bioptimizers and a free gift. So go check that out. And go love each other and love yourselves. And have a wonderful day. Bye.